0: Listeners, and welcome to the NK News Podcast. I'm your host, Jacko's Wetsloot, and today it's the evening of Tuesday, November 30th in Seoul, and I'm joined in the studio by Kim hyung Sok and Dr. J.R. Kim to talk about their newly formed Council on Diplomacy for Korean Unification. But before we get started... I'd like to remind you, please, to leave a review about this podcast wherever you can, uh, and that's so that people can discover our podcasts more easily. No reviews means that the all-powerful algorithm pushes us down the internet podcast rabbit hole into the abyss of oblivion, and no people will ever listen to us. So, please, leave a review, and while you're at it, share this episode with everyone you know and three people whom you don't. Secondly, check out nknews.org and consider buying a subscription. And if you have any feedback, guest suggestions, or guest recommendations, send them to podcast at nknews.org. All right, so to introduce today's guests more fully, Kim Hyong-Sok was Vice Vice Minister of Unification from 2016 to 2017, and is now President of the newly formed Council on Diplomacy for Korean Unification, or CDKU. Thank you for joining me on the show, Mr. Kim.
1: Yeah, thank you.
0: And on his right, we have Dr. J.R. Kim or Kim Jong-no, Noor, is Director General without portfolio at the Ministry of Unification on non-active duty or semi-active duty, yeah, semi-active,
2: active? Non-active, non-active duty. duty and sabbatical leave. Now. Sabbatical leave,
0: pending retirement, and is also Vice President and Secretary General of the same Council on Diplomacy for Korean Unification. Thanks for coming on the show, Dr. Kim.
2: Thank you, Jaco, for having us on your podcasting. <laughs> so
0: what is this new organization? What is the CDKU, the Council on Diplomacy for Korean Unification? What is it? Who wants to start?
1: Actually, it's a, it's a very, very young organization and some kind of uh, some with uh, adventure uh, speech. As you know, the government-level government diplomats with uh, civilian organizations in the uh, outside world uh, is uh, existed in the Korean society. But in the civilian level, uh, there is no organization. I mean, uh, the unification issue is a very popular issue in Korea and uh, in the uh, outside world. But the civilian level talks about the unification uh, has not been carried out because there is no any organization, uh, such as our organization, yeah, CDKU.
0: Yeah. But aren't there other uh, civil society organizations that are older than yours that uh, also talk to civil society organizations in other countries?
2: Yes, there are, I'm pretty sure, many uh, of such organizations in, in South Korea. However, what is different from all these organizations is that uh, CDKU is made uh, mostly of retired uh, Unification Ministry officials. And not only those officials, but also people who have spent decades on watching North Korea and uh, studying inter-Korean relations in various different think tanks and academia and so on and so forth. So we are basically old timers uh, who have, have experience of doing all these things uh, for, uh, throughout their entire lives. So this is kind of new in such a combination that uh, no other organization, existing organization have such a combination of membership.
0: Okay. And what What's the aim and the vision then, President Kim hyong Sok?
1: Yes, uh, our aim is to, uh, to make uh, our dream. Our dream is uh, a yeah, peaceful unification on the Korean Peninsula. So... As I was a government official, we tried our best to make some, some results uh, toward the peaceful unification. Yeah, but uh, after our uh, the official career, uh, also I wanted to have a chance to make our dream. So that's why uh, we make a CDKU. So the aim of CDKU is to achieve the peaceful unification of the Korean Peninsula. Within the, the civilian level,
0: yeah. Okay, now governments uh, have policies. Every government has policies of you know how they want to achieve certain things. So uh, every president of Korea or at, at least every minister of unification has some idea what that peaceful unification will look like, some kind of policy goal. What about the CDKU? Does it have a, uh, a policy or uh, a particular vision about what unification, what peaceful unification will look like, what form it will take, how it will work?
2: No, unlike the government, the CDKU does not have its own policy or policy orientation. Uh, As uh, President Kim said, we are just aiming or focusing on uh, promoting uh, awareness in international community for the need of unifying Korean Peninsula peacefully. And as for how to achieve such a goals, different government, different administrations, different political factions will have different ideas. But we are not to promote any single, any particular ideas among all those, you know, different ideas. We are just to uh, provide a more precise and accurate information to international community, community, and share our insight and experience we have had accumulated during our. Uh, lifelong career in the government and academia and think tanks with the members of the international community at a civilian level, which would be just complement to the effort uh, to be made by South Korean government. Could,
0: is it possible that uh, at times uh, your own efforts might be different to these, not necessarily complementary to the South Korean
2: governments? No, one of the advantages of being uh, ex-members of the university ministry would be we will have a full communication with the current members of the ministry. We will uh, exchange the views and ideas and uh, understandings with the current members of the ministry to make sure that our ideas and approaches do not conflict with each other. And we will try to be very general, uh, very uh, moderate in a way, expressing our opinions in any particular issues involving North Korea or uh, inter-Korean policies, we are rather to provide more accurate factual uh, information uh, and insights of understanding on what government is doing to the international community. So we will try very best not to have to be in a conflict position with the government in any cases under any administrations.
0: But how can you stay neutral if you are also close to and in contact with and liaising with the current government officials?
1: Yeah, so that's a very difficult problem. CDKU is uh, some kind of impartial organization, so we we have to uh, be very careful about the linkage uh, with the current uh, government. Uh, but uh, I think that the uh, Korean government, even though the uh, conservative government or uh, progressive government, uh, the goal of the government is the same, the fiscal unification. As uh, my my experience from the government uh, officials, uh, and I worked for the conservative government and also the progressive government, but uh, the same thing and the same goal is the fiscal unification. So... I I think uh, we can yeah, survive without the help of the yeah, current government, and also that's the uh, best way to uh, appreciate CDKU's existence, the 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 purpose of the CDKU's existence. So and also uh, that is the the, the fundamental uh, grounds for CDKU to. Uh, to be to be lost, yeah, forever. So uh, we just tried uh, to, try to uh, have our own uh, ideas, and we operate with our own own powers, yeah, without any help uh, from the current government. That's a problem. But anyway, the as I said, uh, the current government is the has has the same goal. With CDKU. So, uh, if we give some uh, cooperation with the current government, uh, that cannot be interpreted as our some kind of uh, not neutral. Yeah, it's it's some kind of, uh, I cannot accept that kind of interpretation or.
2: Yes, I mean, regardless of um, ideological orientation of any particular administration. It has been uh, a public consensus since, I would say, early 1990s, when you have actually, you know, all the different factions agreed on the one unification formula, Korean National Community Unification Formula. From that time on, we all agreed under various different administrations that we would like to pursue national unification of Korean Peninsula through peaceful means. Peaceful unification, that's the common... Uh, ground on which all different political factions and administrations and parties uh, they vie for. They vie for only the different approaches to achieve peaceful unification. And CDKU's goal is to promote the idea of need for peaceful unification of the Korean Peninsula uh, in the uh, international community. And our members come from all different backgrounds, comes from you know, people served under different administrations comes from uh, different think tanks and so on and so forth. Individually, they are entitled to have their own opinions. But overall, the collective wisdom here would be that we are all for peaceful unification of the Korean Peninsula, and you'd like to share that idea uh, with the members of the international community.
0: Now, North Korea also claims to want peaceful unification. Uh, is your understanding of peaceful unification different to the North Korean understanding of peaceful unification? Or is that included? Is your tent big enough to include different visions of peaceful unification?
1: Yeah, the peaceful unification is uh, some kind of a uh, the process, some kind of method, not not aim or vision. The our our vision is uh, democracy for the freedom, and maybe the the vision of the North Korea is different from our vision. So even though the uh, North and South Korea, uh, altogether, together, uh, say peaceful unification, but uh, the final goal is maybe the, the different. But CDKUs, the final goal is to uh, freedom and yeah, uh, and free freedom and democracy society.
0: For all Koreans, yeah, all Koreans. Does that mean that uh, a collapse of North Korea and absorption into a unification scenario is necessary?
1: Not necessary, because uh, that kind of scenario can be conceived, and uh, uh, many times that kind of scenario was just uh, yeah, around our, our corner. But uh, yeah, as we know, the current situation of the North Korea uh, is very uh, stable, so uh, that situation uh, the possibility of that situation is very, very low, and also, yeah, we want peaceful unification with the uh, gradual progress. So, uh, North Korea and South Korea can be yeah together, yeah, just uh, through the uh, continuous process of understanding yeah the each other, without any. Yeah, big surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, CDKU wanted to help our talent yeah, to make the kind of uh, vision or the kind of uh, goals.
0: Now, Jay, you said uh, a, a little bit earlier that um, a lot of your members are what you call old timers, uh, former members of government or uh, older academics, think tank people, etc. Uh, if if your vision is one of a, a, a gradual, step by step process towards unification it's quite possible that not all of your members will live to see unification happen is that something
2: that possible yes is that something that you're at peace with um yes personally i hope that uh, i live up to the time when you North know, korea get unified but you know realistically that may not be the case and many of uh, our members uh, in their 60s uh, most of them are, mm. and we may not be able to see such a day in our lifetime. But uh, that doesn't mean that we should not do anything and sit idle uh, about it. Uh, we have our doors open to all uh, other generations, younger generations, right. Koreans as well, uh, who have spent their time in the government or in academia or in other think tanks in other areas of you know society. Those who are all for, you know, promoting the idea of peaceful unification of Korean Peninsula are welcome to join us. So we've been just uh, three months old organization, pretty young. We have launched in uh, September this year. So as time goes on, you know, we'll have uh, you know younger generation Koreans joined in, I hope.
0: Right, because at some point in time, the next generation will have to carry on the leadership of the CDKU, won't they?
2: Exactly, yes, right. of course.
0: So yeah. you're, uh, you expect to get more younger people involved at some point?
2: I hope so, Yeah, and I, uh, I'm more than welcome to you know, have them join the organization you know, as soon as possible.
0: And what about women? Are there any women in positions of leadership in the council?
2: Uh, of course, yeah.
1: but uh, your question is uh, some kind of uh, yeah, problematic. <laughs> we, we, yes. we, we, we have no distinction <laughs> between yeah, men and women. So we we just welcome everyone who is very interested in the Korean yeah, financial problem and has an enthusiasm to make uh, some kind of peaceful unification. So, yeah,
2: true. And I mean, uh, actually, we have uh, in our uh, senior leadership one of our vice uh, seven vice uh, six vice uh, presidents is a woman. Uh, And also we have a couple of uh, members on our uh, Board of Trustees and we don't discriminate anybody by uh, their genders or ages or anything like that. So everybody who's interested in promoting this idea of peaceful unification of Korean Peninsula and who have expertise in it are welcome to join us as a member, as a member of board or as a member of the leadership.
0: Okay is it um, can people apply for membership to the council or do you uh, invite people to join how do how do, how do people become members
2: well, if you are interested in becoming a member you can apply for membership that's all you need to do uh if you want to be on the board uh then yes uh the you know the board members has mm-hmm. to you know screen and and then uh if they agree that you know, this applicant has enough background expertise Hmm. uh, and then he will be admitted to the board.
0: Okay, and who are you trying to engage with outside Korea?
2: The entire international community, including, you know, uh, countries have lots of influence on the affairs of the Korean Peninsula, United States, uh, China, Russia, Japan and so on, and many European nations and Asian nations and, you know, the entire international community. Would be our uh, uh, target groups in a way. Uh, we would like to communicate with the general public, uh, the uh, you know the opinion leaders, and uh, you know members of government. Even uh, you know, in addition to effort made by the South Korean government, particularly by Unification Ministry. So all the people in the world are uh, our basic sort of targets.
0: And what about North Korea? Are you also trying to engage with or send a message to North Korea?
1: Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if the the situation permits, yeah, we tried to make a contact with North Korea. So, I think that uh, North Korea has a, a very totalitarian society. So there is a very small room for civilian organization to to operate. So uh just uh, the person in North Korea uh listen to the activities of our CDKU's yeah, activities and if they wanted to make uh, some response or wanted to uh, make uh, some linkage with the uh, uh, CDKU uh so yeah that is the 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 beginning of the new organization in North Korea so uh anyway we just wanted to make a to dialogue and make contact with north korea
0: how can people get in touch with the cdku does it have an email address or a website or a twitter account
2: uh at this point we don't have them yet but we'll soon open our website and twitter and everything uh social network services uh soon yeah within a couple of weeks or so we'll have a uh, You know ways of communicating. You know we provide our channels for communication. Now
0: you're the uh, the council. Let me get the right. uh, The council on diplomacy for Korean unification. North Korea has uh, an organization called the Committee for the peaceful reunification of the fatherland. Is that like your counterpart in North Korea?
1: Mm, We hope. Yeah, but as you know, the. Our CDKU is a civilian organization, but uh, North Korea's Committee for yeah, for Unification for Fatherland is uh, 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 a yeah, g- party, organization. Party, party organization. So the, our Ministry of uh, uh, Unification in our government is a counterpart. Mm.
0: Yeah. OK, so basically there is no, no counterpart,
1: counterpart organization in, the in North, North K- Korea right now, yeah. No, yeah.
0: not that you know of. Hmm. Um, Now, why in 2021 uh, is it necessary uh, to form a group like this? Is there no, or was there no earlier organization, civil society organization like the CDKU in South Korea?
2: Not really. In terms of its membership, I explained to you earlier uh, because CDKU is made uh, mainly of uh, former members of the UN ministry. And the Unification Ministry itself has started to have an interest in communicating with the international community for <clears throat> outreaching the communi- international community in the uh, late 1990s mm. when they first etab- established um, you know Office for International Cooperation in 1996. And it was in 1997 when the ministry actually started sending its utter uh, <clears throat> to the um, different cities in the world, including Washington, Beijing, and Moscow, those three big major cities back then in 1997 uh, for the ministry to have their representatives. And it was about time now that those who served as our attaché in those places have started to retire from the ministry. And those who have served as their, for example, Director of International Cooperation Division, And uh, those people who have actually uh, been active in communicating uh, with the international community in the ministry uh, have retired uh, about uh, three, four, five years ago. And it was about time this year in uh, 2021 when those people who retired recently from the ministry got together and thought about, you know, uh, uh, establishing an organization, civilian organization to carry on the missions they have. carried on while they were in the ministry because um, now that they are civilians they have now in a better position in a way uh, more greater freedom to communicate with different you know a part of international community including general public and uh, think tankers and academicians and you know so on so forth so this was the right moment uh, for those ex-members of the Unification Ministry get together to uh, think about launching the organization.
0: I know that over the years, uh, journalists have had a difficult time communicating with or asking questions about unification and North Korea from the Ministry of Unification, because sometimes the Ministry of Unification will say, well, you should talk to the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, and sometimes the Ministry of Foreign Affairs will say, well, you should talk to the Ministry of Unification. And so you get this problem where journalists are sent between one minister and another, each of them passing the buck from one to the other. Uh, You've now set up your own civilian organization, saying that you are the Council on Diplomacy. So are you sort of trying to to, to fill the gap between the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and the Ministry of Unification?
2: That could be one of the areas where the CDKU can uh, serve the international community better. I mean, as an active member of the uh, ministry, which I used to be and which um, uh, Mr. Kim used to be, you know, all the government officials have some limitations in terms of communicating with you know, uh, media, especially the foreign media, because we all have to Know, abide by the rules and regulations and especially we have to stick to uh, the government policy, regardless of what your beliefs are, what your you know, uh, uh, thoughts are, and so on and so forth. But being a civilian uh, members with expertise in government works, and uh, we are in a better position to uh, you know, uh, uh, to interpret, to assess and understand the government position, government policy, and not to mention you know situation in North Korea. And with all our experience and expertise, we can communicate better with the international community in these areas, representing voluntarily mm-hmm. uh, the UNunica Ministry, as well as foreign ministry and other ministries, because you also have members uh, who used to serve in the foreign ministry and other you know, uh, parts of the government.
0: Is it fair to say that within the structure of the South Korean government, the Ministry of Unification is really uh, in a weaker position compared to the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and the Ministry of National Defense when it comes to policy on North Korea?
1: Mm, yes, uh, actually, yeah, your, your evaluation is correct. Yeah, but the minist- Minister of Unification only focus on the, the peaceful unification. But other ministry has uh, another another goals. So the unification matter is uh, one of the the foreign minister affairs' uh, goal and uh, one of the, the the minister of defense. So uh, even though the, the uh, scale and or the the size is small, but the unification ministry also has an enthusiasm. And also try to uh, persuade the other minister of uh, yeah, the cabinet. Yeah, but the only effect to uh, for minister of unification to play a very significant role is yeah from the North Korea. So if North Korea just uh, yeah, correspond or fund yeah, that that is to some kind of power for. Minister of Unification to play a very significant role in, in, in government
2: level. Yeah. Mm. But if for, I may add one thing? Mm, please. Uh, unification ministry may be weaker and smaller than foreign ministry and defense ministry was not, but it is more focused and more specialized mm. on North Korea and inter-Korean policy and Korean Peninsula affairs. So we are very small in terms of the membership size of the ministry uh, organization, but the ministry certainly has very good expertise in understanding North Korea and assessing the situation between the two Koreas. Hmm.
0: um, The uh, North Korea hasn't been willing to speak or interact with the South Korean government for the last two, two and a half years, well, ever since uh, the failure of the summit at Hanoi, basically. Uh, does that mean that the Ministry of Unification is, is in a in a weaker than usual position? That it's not doing much right now. It's not able to do much right now.
1: At uh, at at current situation, uh, yeah, uh, that North uh, Korean attitude uh, is is uh, the cause that unhappy uh, situation for the Ministry of Unification. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. Uh, and now the North Korea just wanted to make a deal with Washington, yeah. So uh, they just neglect, yeah, uh, with intention, neglect the the con- contacts or dialogue with uh, South Korea. The, and The dialogue with the North Korea is operated by the Minister of Unification. So at this time, the North Korea's main target is Washington. So. Yeah, the the minister of unification is uh, the playing down. Yeah, but uh, just uh, beginning the negotiation or dialogue with yeah between North Korea and North Korea and United States. Maybe yeah after that the time is for the 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 period the uh, the between South and North Korea. Uh, many kinds of dialogue and many kinds of uh, interchanges between North and South Korea and also yeah maybe the the economic aid and uh, yeah, building or uh, infrastructure made by will will be yeah made by South Korean government and that kind of project yeah will be handled by ministry of unification yeah so the North Korea maybe when that the kind, the kind of situation comes, maybe the North Korea just uh, yeah, give their attention to the South Korea and especially on the Minister of Unification,
0: yeah. Now, uh, sometimes during the history of inter-Korean relations, sometimes the North Korean government likes to um, ignore the South Korean government and reach out directly to or communicate directly with South Korean civic groups. Uh, usually progressive and, and left-wing organizations, uh, do you imagine that, uh, that your organization could also uh, r- r- perhaps be contacted directly by the, the North Korean
2: government at some point in the future? I would not say that because our main target or the uh, clients would be international community rather than North Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, if North Korea has any uh, genuine... Uh, civic organizations to, you know, work with us to promote peaceful co- uh, unification of the Korean Peninsula. We are always ready and welcome to, you know, uh, work with them, but which is, practically speaking, very uh, unlikely. And Does that when mean
0: that you're unlikely to, to speak to the North Korean government if they wanted to speak to you?
2: Well, it's not the job for the Council to deal directly with the government. Mm It will be job for the Unification Ministry to deal with North Korean government directly in a a track one side uh, level of dialogue. Uh, We are purely a civilian organization and we are uh, focusing on track two Mm. kind of dialogue with international community, you know, uh, expert level, if it is necessary.
0: I'm thinking about, you know, there is the uh, South Korean uh, Council of Christian Churches, for example, that sometimes goes and visits North Korea and dialogues with some North Korean. They've got some organization, I forget the name of it now, but let's call it the Council of Christians in Korea. Uh, There there is a Buddhist organization in South Korea that liaises with a Buddhist organization uh, in North Korea. Whether or not these are purely civic organizations in North Korea, that's obviously open for question. But uh, the, the, the South Korean government allows these organizations to. Uh, to but liaise those with
2: specialized them. civic groups have common interest in their counterpart in North Korea, for example. Yeah. The Buddhist group has Buddhism in you know in uh, commonality, and many of those organizations are for humanitarian assistance. And CDKU is not organization that promote. Uh, or to carry out humanitarian assistance as its major aims or missions or visions. So if there's um, similar counterparts in North Korea uh, that shares our visions and missions or aims in North Korea, then we are more than welcome to work with them. But uh, in reality, the chances are very slim.
0: So you've got a new organization. You're three months old. Where does your funding come from?
2: Basically, comes from the membership fee and donations of those people who support our cause and you know uh, uh, who uh, contribute to make you know uh, our goals to be accomplished. So we are 100% uh, civilian organizations. So we completely depending on contributions uh, from the people like you and me and others.
0: And what, what kind of activities do you have planned to achieve these goals?
2: Well, there are certain limits to what we can do under the uh, COVID sure. you 19 know, situation, especially uh, we have difficulty in uh, you know, meeting people, making contact face to face with uh, all different you know, groups in the international community. Uh, at all, very early days, we are now focusing on uh, making contact or outreaching. The uh, uh, following uh, experts and uh, opinion leaders residing in South Korea. So, for example, we are trying to uh, start a number of roundtable meetings with those different group of people. We started um, one roundtable a couple of months ago with uh, resident expert, for example, you know, expert, North Korean watchers. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we also started a dialogue roundtable with uh, Japanese journalists, uh, last week or last month. Mm. And we are also to uh, launch the similar roundtable with uh, resident diplomats, uh, businessmen, and uh, the English-speaking journalists, for example, and so on and so forth. So uh, we wanted to make this roundtable uh, convene on a regular basis, uh, either monthly, bimonthly monthly or, or quarterly. So these would be our major Uh, projects first and then uh, starting from next year we'll try to organize a seminar workshop lectures for the uh, international communities and particularly the people foreigners living in South Korea first in cooperation with um, unification ministry Mm -hmm. and other ministries and other uh, think tanks and organizations are
0: there other think tanks and organizations with which you are already allied or affiliated?
2: Mm. Not officially or structurally yet, but uh, our members include uh, people who used to work in all different think tanks, including uh, KINU, Korea Institute for National Unification, or KAIDA, uh, the Defense uh, uh, Analysis Institute, and so on and so forth. So we work very closely with them and hopefully uh, build a more formal working relations partnership with uh, different think tanks existing in South Korea.
0: And are you, uh, is there a political leaning in the organization or do you have people from progressive and conservative South Korean groups?
1: Mm. Uh, CDKU is not a political organization. We are very impartial. Yeah, our main, main theme is. Uh, the unification matter. So, yeah, that uh, unification matter uh, can be uh, cannot be controlled by the some political the the the, the, the views. So, yeah, we just uh, want to be impartial. Yeah, mm-hmm. just uh, focus on the physical unification, of the Korean Peninsula.
2: Yeah, impartial and rational. Rational, <laughs> meaning that we do not lean excessively toward any particular ideological, political leaning. Now, I know that
0: the, the Ministry of Unification earlier this year began publishing some kind of um, a webazine or a magazine in English. Uh, I forget. It it's had a very long title. I forget the name of it now. Uh, I guess that's part of its uh, outreach program. Do your Does your organization, the CDKU, plan to do any publications at all?
2: Well, we... Hmm. As I explained to you earlier, we would like to uh, open a website mm-hmm. uh, as soon as possible, uh, through which we can have better communication with the international community, and we'll also have uh, assessment and opinions, uh, you know, uh, delivered by members of the, uh, the council, KU, and also other experts from the Korean society, to you know, share their views with the uh, you know North Korea watchers. Uh, across the uh, uh, world. So, uh, publications in English, of course, uh, yes, we are planning to do that. Uh, newsletters, uh, online communications, that's the one thing we would like to focus on in the future.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, d- will your council cease to exist as soon as unification happens? Actually, maybe. Uh, that's uh, unhappy for us. <laughs>
1: yeah, but yeah, that kind of situation may maybe be... Yeah, uh, actualize yeah that's okay yeah but as you know the our f- yeah the the first stage goal is to make a physical unification yeah but the uh, uh, second stage goal for CDKU is to make uh, a, player, a player role to coordinate the the conflicts and the 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 shorten the the, the the gap between uh, the very yeah uh, conflicted uh, the, the the nations, yeah uh, some kind of uh, crisis management is maybe the our second stage yeah uh, goal for C D K U
0: crisis management within Korea.
2: No, well, if Korean Peninsula is peacefully unified, then of course our immediate aim would be disappeared, and mm-hmm. we should cease to exist. But if by then, situation requires, then we will also evolve to a new sort of mm-hmm. higher I mean, level evolve. of, uh, yeah. you know, organization, different aims and missions, namely to promote peace and co-prosperity mm. uh, among the countries in this region with the United Korea. Hopefully, that time mm-hmm. comes in the near future before, no mm-hmm. you know, uh, during our lifetime. Mm.
0: So, how do you see... Um good relations and friendship and co-prosperity between a united Korea and
2: Japan? Actually, the details have to be, I guess, discussed, and one of the you know, reasons for the CDKU to exist is to provide such a forum mm. where people can with all the nationalities and uh, more, you know, uh, reasonings to discuss these issues. But uh, one of the things we try to look back would be the case of German unification. There are many countries strongly opposed you know uh, Germany being unified especially those countries were the victim of uh, you know world war ii mm-hmm. which uh, Germany started but Germany was successfully diplomatically successfully uh, both through the government effort and civilian effort to persuade these countries to you know agree on German unification and unify Germany actually contribute to peace and stability and prosperity of the region in Europe and we too have a similar, if not the same, you know, issues in uh, this uh, part of the world that many countries in the region may not uh, strongly support the unification of the Korean Peninsula. For all different reasons, Japan would be one of the countries that may not, you know, strongly support the unification process. So it would be, you know, uh, Russia, China, and what's not. And our job, one of our jobs, would to to persuade or to show the people in these uh, countries to support the process of Korean unification mm-hmm. by making them believe that it will be all the benefits for themselves, their own interests, their national interests to, you know, to promote the uh, national unification of Korean Peninsula.
0: Recently, you had a round table with a Japanese journalist. Hmm. Was this the kind of discussion that you had with him?
2: Well, this was not a particular topic we had, because this is the first launching meeting. Okay. But they certainly showed willingness mm-hmm. in communicating with the former members of ministry and uh, you know, experts in mm-hmm. Korean society, because they had a chance to meet the Korean government people or those experts uh, yeah. in other places. And especially, you know, a large group of such experts gathered in one place. And you know, the Japanese journalists all welcome the idea of having you know, regular communication with them to share all these ideas. Not necessarily uh, no, we all uh, focus on seeing the same thing, converge on the same ideas, but it would be uh, you know, always better to have such a forum to discuss uh, different views and ideas and exchange opinions so that you know, people on both sides of uh, you know, uh, EC uh, better understand the others.
0: Realistically, where would the Council on Diplomacy uh, for Korean Unification, where would it like to be five years from now, at the end of 2026?
2: Well, we would be mm. in a position then, uh, in the international community, to um, be recognized as one of the most efficient and effective channels to communicate uh, and exchange views and opinions on North Korea and uh, inter-Korean affairs, and to be in a position to you know, uh, 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 travel all around the world, for example, and invite people all over the world to discuss uh, the issues that we are promoting, the peaceful unification of the Korean Peninsula. Hmm.
0: Anything to add to that?
2: It's, it's just
1: uh, mentioned before. I just hope that our count of, counterpart organization in the DPRK, in North Korea, mm. because uh, as you know, the the Korean Peninsula problem is not uh, not a problem between South and North Korea, it's a problem uh, with uh, uh, cooperation or with uh, inter- interaction uh, among the international society. So, North Korea just uh, want to understand the the current situation of the international society, they are and also. Uh, South Korea and North Korea want uh, peaceful unification, even though the final goal may be different, mm. but uh, uh, North and South Korea just uh, both want peaceful unification. So, they want peaceful unification. They have to understand the international society, and they also have to make uh, that kind of a civil, civilian organization, yeah, like CDKU. So, uh, after five years later, uh, we, I hope we can make a dialogue and make make some, some seminar with uh, those kind of counterparts.
2: Yeah, that will be a very good idea and yeah. great idea if we can be in that position in yeah. five years from now, mm. where we can, you know, provide a forum, very respected forum for all the international community, yep. including. No, Russia, China, mm-hmm. and North mm-hmm. Korea, mm-hmm. Yeah. so that people who sincerely desire for peaceful unification, promoting peaceful unification of the peninsula, get together in mm-hmm. one forum and you know, seriously discuss yeah. uh, these issues out mm-hmm. You know, in a more uh, freely, in a mm-hmm. civilian mm-hmm. environment. Yeah.
0: Well, we, we hope that, uh, that you can come back on the show yeah. five years from now and tell us about that, uh, <laughs> yeah. about that success. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank you again uh, to the president and vice president of the Council on yeah. Di- Diplomacy for Korean Unification. It's quite a mouthful. The CDKU, yeah. Kim hyong Sok and yeah. J. R. Kim. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you very yeah, much. Thank, uh, you, for- thank you very much. Yeah ladies and gentlemen if you already have an nk news subscription take a look at our nk pro platform which offers unparalleled services specifically catered to the needs of professionals who monitor developments on the korean peninsula inquire about access at membership at nknews.org today and also if you have feedback questions or guest recommendations or complaints please send them to podcast at nknews.org our thanks as always to Arias De and brian betts for facilitating this podcast and to gabby magnuson our post recording producer genius thank you and listen again next time